Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and I just wanted to let you know that I'll be on sabbatical from January 4th, 2021 to April the 4th, 2021. But don't worry, we have a group of staff and interns at Community who will provide you with your morning meditations each day. Let's go ahead and jump into the devotional from this book, Live in Grace, Walk in Love. That's what we're reading all of these off of. Uh, So January 19th, the title is God doesn't try to entice us with success or punish us with failure. He wants us, he wants to captivate us with purpose. The scripture comes from Romans chapter 8. He begins at verse 38. I would probably rather begin with verse 37. That's here, which says, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us, him being God. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. When we were kids, for many of us, life seemed to spin on a cycle of rewards and punishment. Life was performance-based. If we got straight A's or hit this home run, we could go out for ice cream or on that camping trip with the Boy Scouts. This tells you how old the person who wrote this book must be at least. If we struck out in a relationship or failed a friend or embarrassed our family, we were grounded. It was as if love would be given and withdrawn like the movements of the tide. It was about what we did more than who we were. It was only natural to assume God worked the same way. Do good things and succeed, and you receive love and approval from God. Mess up, and love is withdrawn. If only we could remind ourselves more often that God never cares about the grades on our report cards. He wants us to make it all about his love, not our performance. And he's a whole lot more concerned about our character than our accomplishments. He doesn't find joy in our success. He delights in our attempts. God's response to our success is love, not merely approval. And God's response when we fail is massive love. Nothing will separate you from his love. Money and big houses and status aren't what God offers us if we behave if we behave ourselves. And he doesn't punish us with loss or sickness when we make a mess of things. Are there consequences when we fail? You bet. Often, in fact, one of them isn't that God pulls away, though. The opposite occurs. He draws close to us. He wants us to put our passion into action because he knows it is in our pursuit of him where we will find our greatest joy. He wants us to be captivated with purpose, regardless of whether it looks like worldly success. If you find yourself believing God stacks all your success on one side of a scale and your failures on the other to measure how you're doing, Remember that the only curve he grades on always tips towards his extravagant and inexplicable love. And the reflection question for today is what success or failure has been getting in the way of your experiencing God's deep love for you? And I agree with 
Bob, of course, this is love is central to everything. Um, and we've, we've been talking about that even when, and talking about Sabbath on the weekends. Why do we have Sabbath? Because God loves us. Why do we take time apart from all the stuff that we are doing? Because we love him. It's about a relationship with one another. And so for me, I don't, when I, I, I can probably come up with gobs of successes and failures that have adjusted my, or affect my perception of God's love for me. I think I probably have a lot that happen every day. Just, I think you know your own heart and how often you, all, all the self-talk that, that you do, what happens on the outside can have a, have a huge impact on the inside. And really what that boils down to, I think, is that I am my own worst enemy. I forget to rest in the love of God, forget to rest in the truth of who he is and who he says that I am. And that I will, and just go back again and again to thinking, oh, I, I need to do this well for God. I need to, uh, need to do these things for him. And I need to just perform is what that comes back to, right? Perform, perform, perform. And really what the New Testament keeps, I, I think maybe if we, we don't need to do this, but if we did sum up the New Testament in two words, I think it would come down to in Christ. Everything is done in him, through him, by him. Uh, and it's, well, like I'm talking with the, the um, school students today about fruits of the spirit and about how a tree planted in good food, getting good food, bears good fruit. Not because of something the tree does, right? The tree, the tree just sits there and grows. It does what it was made to do. It doesn't go out trying to make itself a better tree. It puts its roots down into the source that it was planted in, into the into the good, the good food that it was planted in, rather than trying to continually make itself better and better and better through whatever means it can to to measure up to some kind of probably self-constructed, but maybe constructed by other people like family members or parents or something, but. Um, trying to measure up to some human being's level of what is good enough, what, where, where you actually pass that threshold of now you can rest. And that's not, of course, what, what the Bible tells us at all. It's that we are, Romans 7 and 8 are two of my favorite chapters in the whole Bible. We're now co-heirs uh, with Christ. Uh, the work has been done. What we have to do is let go of our performance, let go of the way the world does it, the self-interested, self-focused uh, way of living life that the world teaches us. We have to unlearn that. We have to give it all up and live life from Christ through, the, through his strength, through his, in his peace, his joy. Um, and it is the hardest and most terrifying thing I think that you will ever do because it is letting go of all sense of control. And control is where we get security, right? Where we get where our perception of security anyways. Where I think if you, if you can give up, you find, give up control of your life, you find that everything, I think, it's like in the, in the last battle, in C.S. Lewis's last battle, the last book in the Chronicles of Narnia, as they're running <clears throat> into the, the Narnia's version of um, a new heaven, new earth. They talk about how 
everything we're seeing is brighter and clearer and just more colorful and more vibrant. And it's like the what we knew before was just a shadow of what we what we are experiencing now. And that's the same sort of thing. I think all of our perceptions of the way things are or have to be and performance and you know performance is what gets me what or makes me who I'm supposed to be. Um, all, all of that is just a shadow of the true uh, the true life as God has intended it to be. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor, rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.